0: It's a flop house twofer as we discuss Rinnie Harlan's Devil's Pass and have our annual awards floptacular. And welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy.
1: Hey, Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart
0: Wellington.
2: And I am Elliot Kalen, the third in the trio. All for <laughs> one, and one for all. The three Flopsketeers <laughs> Three coins in a Flopton. Hooray!
0: Is it weird that of the three, there's the three Musketeers, but the most important, it's really one weird, is not included in that number?
2: Well, it's because it's about him joining the three Musketeers, right?
0: Yeah. Well, so we, well, mystery solved. I guess, <laughs> I guess
2: Encyclopedia back. Brown can close the case of the missing Miss sure.
1: It was all about the puddle of water on the floor. <laughs> That's where the must block came. ice. It
2: turned out mules can't have children. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I know Bugs Meanie's plot was fake. We like
1: been... mules from AD and D's
0: Dark Sun. Setting? No, no,
2: mules, like in the, the Mule in the Foundation series. Okay,
0: yeah. He wouldn't have called it the First Battle of Bull Run because at the time he wouldn't have known there would have been a second Battle of Bull Run. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Battle of Manassas. Close the
1: case.
2: So, are we doing something here, or what's going on? <laughs>
0: This is not an Encyclopedia Brown cast. This is a podcast where we talk about bad movies. We're called the Flophouse Podcast. Yeah, we watch a bad movie, then we discuss it. <clears throat> and um, a little note, a little programming note. Sure. <laughs> Normally at this time, we would be doing our awards floptacular. Okay. But nobody likes those. No one likes those. We've, but what we're going to do, we're going to roll that into this episode. So that you can not like part of this episode. Sure. Yeah.
1: This I think our listeners are going to revolt, Dan, and burn a... a uh dan shaped thing, an effigy. Yeah, we're selling an just, effigy then. Yeah, we're selling <laughs> like, burn its knee right <laughs>
0: off. We're gonna find that oh no, the awards flop are <laughs> favorite episode. We wait all year for that. Yeah. Is what they're gonna And we'll be like, say. then how come the download numbers tell a different story? <laughs> uh so we're watching we in this case we're watching the movie, we're gonna talk about that for the first half, and then we're gonna do a abbreviated awards flop So we're not gonna have any half. uh movie recommendations or Letters? No, no letters. But that means no letter songs. I'm sure you'll figure out some way around that loophole. We'll, You're right. we'll record a did special episode. Say, some that did someone say That's loophole?
2: Not... Hey everybody, oh let's boy. make a hole right of a loop. Let's loop in a hole. Let's get it a roll. Let's something that's... I can't do it. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's got to be letters about letters. the only things you can sing about. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> what yeah, Beatles his, find out. <laughs> it's his muse, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why all the Beatles songs are about letters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eleanor Letters, uh, Letters on the Hill. Yeah, we
2: all live on a yellow letter.
0: (laughs) Revolution Number Letters. Lucy
2: in the Sky with Diamonds. I should have said, wait a minute, I didn't even even change any of it. I was going to say Lucy in the Sky with Letters, then say, you expect me to say Letter in the Sky with Diamonds, instead I so so totally screwed it up that I didn't even put the word letter in there. Uh...
0: Ellie's been spending too much time with me and becoming an incomprehensible mumble <laughs> Now I can't talk
2: and my tongue is trying to leap out of my mouth and escape.
1: Yeah, it's not as much fun when I'm the only one who speaks properly around here. Yeah. So Dan... The l-
2: Queen's English. <laughs> like they speak in Queens. Yep. So Dan.
0: Sorry. Uh, yeah, we watched a movie tonight called The Devil's Pass. It's actually
2: just called Devil's Pass.
0: The Devil's <laughs> There is no the. It's the difference between
2: The Invisible Man and Invisible Man. They're two very different books. Directed by Renfield Harlan. <laughs> Renfield Harlan, descended from the Dracula Renfield.
0: Um, no, it's Renny Harlan. You may know him from previous Flophouse uh, movie Twelve rounds. You may yep. know him for previous Flophouse bad movie recommendation, Mine Hunter, Mine <laughs> Hunters, uh, you Long may know Kiss him. Goodnight, probably. Sure, Ellie Die probably Hard. Recommend I recommend
1: that. Too. Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger,
2: that ex- <laughs> Cliffhanger. I guess he's into Dan. That that uh, Exorcist prequel, yeah, that, that
0: Cutthroat Island too, right? Cutthroat yeah. Island. Yeah, that was his the biggest bomb of all time, front, according yeah. to somebody. Um. So yeah. He's a guy who knows how to make a uh, big blockbuster Nightmare film. Nightmare on Elm Street
2: 4. He was going to make A Sound of the thun- a Thunder, but he didn't. Okay. Somebody else made that.
0: Probably would have been more entertaining. Although, based on this movie, not. Based maybe on this movie, not.
2: no. It wouldn't have. Uh, now, 12 Rounds, let's all remember, was really fun. It is a fun, stupid movie. Uh-huh. Devil's it, Pass it, it is It stars,
1: a, like, some kind of mud man, uh, John cast Santa. in the shape of a human being. <laughs> John Santa. Bashing his way through Nolans
2: <laughs> And also, Karketi uh, from The Wire. yeah. yeah. But we didn't watch that movie this time. We watched Devil's Pass, which is
1: Stuart's favorite type of horror movie, a found footage horror movie. Yeah, I can't get enough of that sweet found footage. Everything Where do you find it? In the fucking garbage, I hope. (laughs)
2: Because it's trash. Everything in it is as if it was recorded by a group of... They're like college students who go on a quest. (laughs) <laughs> yeah They're
0: gonna find yeah. a magic yeah. whistle
1: Yeah the, They went to an inn And the, the innkeeper gave them shots Of some kind of strange well, Let's laqueur. get
2: to, let's, let's get into the movie Before we get to that scene Okay so Two college students Are putting together a movie ba- About the But yacht.
1: little did they know That innkeeper was actually a wizard <laughs> Because he produced flame We haven't even
2: He just used like a, a torch It would not even It's called lighter Elliot <laughs> Uh So there are two college students who hire three other college students <laughs> <laughs> to go with them to investigate uh, a real-life incident, according to Wikipedia, called the at the Dyatlov Pass Incident, mm-hmm. in which at a uh, mountain pass in Russia, a party of nine climbers was found dead with some strange circumstances about them. They didn't have shoes and were in various states of undress. Some of them were found to be slightly radioactive, and they had horrible wounds that... We're on the inside, but not the outside, a Mm -hmm. few of them. And it's never been explained. And it is very clear Rennie Harlan read a book about it and decided to make a crappy movie Mm -hmm. about it.
0: Sounds like a fascinating thing to make a movie about it. About now, let's see how he ruins it (laughs) by not really focusing on the actual incident.
2: Allow me to explain that the most interesting thing in the movie to me is that there's a character, briefly, that you see named Dr. Kittles, (laughs) which sounds like a horror movie for kids about an evil veterinarian. (laughs) Who, like, kills kittens, I guess? It, was it, like, the prequel to Dr. Giggles? <laughs> it's the cat version of Dr. Giggles. <laughs> you know how sometimes they'll... Like, there's a porn version of
0: some movies. Other movies, they make cat versions. Uh, Catman and Robin and so forth. Sure. Well, I just thought that, like, if you were in a movie like... Say you're watching a movie like An American Tale, where there are cat characters, there would be... All villains, of course. In the background. <laughs> Except for Dom Deleuze. There would be a marquee yeah. on one of the movie theaters that would say... Dr. Kittles. Yeah, cuz uh, there's a Dr. Giggle's joke in an
2: yeah. American tale. A children's movie made before Dr. Giggle's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great, Dan, great. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize to you and to everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Apology accepted and much needed. Uh, so there's three there's five kids. One is the conspiracy nut. One is the earnest clear Danes looking uh woman who loves to do mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Another is a woman who is their sound expert uh, and two
0: mountain climbing now, experts. You've got all kinds of women in this movie. You've got blondes <laughs> and brunettes. There's <laughs> two. And Dr. Kittles who is a woman. <laughs> but uh,
2: And there's an old woman too. But anyway, not a sentient cat. <laughs> no, it's not a Totoro type situation. Yeah. But, uh,
1: why do you look at me when you said that? <laughs> oh, because you're, you're half Totoro. sure.
2: So anyway, they uh, – but it turns out – so we, we watch their footage, and then we cut to news stories saying that a bunch of American teens were found dead in went, – went missing, were, disappeared in Russia. We see a really fake-looking American fake newscast, then a pretty realistic-looking Russian newscast, and then there's something that's like – by the way, uh, they never released any footage from the cameras that were found, but uh, some hackers found some of it. And here it is. And yeah. so the rest of the movie is... So us- I guess we're
0: watching like a front line or something because <laughs> this goes on for a while. We we're watching like the a
2: movie within a movie within a movie. And yeah. they show the entirety of the found- the recovered footage of this group. And to make a long story short, there are a bunch of young jerks. They go to Russia. They ride a train forever. A
1: lot of joking and a lot of flirting.
2: They go. There are a lot of flirting and joking. They go to a little town. Uh, there, they go to a bar and they drink the same drink that the ma- that the original uh, Dyatlov party drank uh, fifty years ago. Which yeah, it's like Saturnian wine. Or is some treated bullshit. as if it's like a weird coincidence. But the bartender's like. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, we're gonna go up there and, and and investigate what happened to the Jatlov party. Okay, well, here's a drink that they had. Yeah, you
1: know, you should try it too. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long do you think this fucking guy's been waiting to serve somebody this drink? Oh, I clearly assume, no I, one I, else is yeah, there. Yeah, it's just a
0: theme restaurant. Yeah, theme. <laughs> it's just
2: it's, <laughs> it's, everybody. It's just party after party <laughs> goes through looking for these missing these uh <laughs> the answers behind this mysteriously dead climbing group, and he's like, up oh, another
0: one. All right, haul out the spooky sounds. Yeah, it's like going down to Salem and like having like the the witch witch martini. Yeah, having a witch burger.
2: <laughs> Wait, witch burger? Yeah, down at uh, Broomhilda's, <laughs> the witch themed fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going to uh, Loch Ness and having like a Nessie steak. Yep. <laughs> or
1: uh, it's just or a regular a, beef steak, and they dye it blue, like a like a Sasquatch taco. <laughs> and where would that be? Uh, it's got like Sasquatch in <laughs> it or something. <laughs> you really didn't explain uh, what. And, and where's uh, the Sasquatch Inn restaurant? <laughs> uh, and like I don't know, like Pacific Northwest or something. I don't know. Why, I don't know why you're acting as it's if I'm like investigating some, a crime. It's got some like yellow, like, like yellow fur in it or something. It doesn't. Know, why why a Sasquatch would have? <laughs> it's because you're, you're eating But you're eating fur. <laughs> be <laughs> like A terrible appetizer, yeah, and instead of uh, uh, like anyway. a like tortilla, it's like salami or something.
2: <laughs> like a huge piece of salami. <laughs> like
1: I guess it's Sasquatch salami.
2: So. Salami
0: wrapped around fur. That sounds yeah. <laughs> Is Salvador Dali
2: serving you this <laughs> down at Sally's place, the surrealist restaurant? All the
0: waitresses are nude, but they have telephones for heads. Here. Have, have our cocktail—one perfect hard-boiled egg suspended in, in a pitcher of orange juice.
2: <laughs> oh, and it's you have to it's served on the back of a moving cat. So <laughs> go for it. Try to find it.
1: <laughs> Uh, wow, you don't really, have to worry uh, about what time it is because the clocks are all melting. This is, this is a fully formed idea, guys.
0: I yeah. think, uh, I'd like to invest in this idea. Uh, no, you should Where can I make my check out, uh,
2: Write it to Salvador Dali, courtesy of Guy Who Died 30 Years Ago. I guess more like 20 years ago. Yeah, right. Care of Almost Played the Emperor in the Dune movie.
0: <laughs> it's a weird. This is a weird... I don't know if the post office is going to deliver this. Oh, well, no. I'm just going to steal the money. Okay.
2: Anyway, so these kids are going up to Russia. There's a lot of ominous signs. They go. I'm gonna, just going to say it as quickly as possible. Yeah. They go camping out in the in uh, the mountains. It's snowy, Basically, and cold. everything you'd expect to happen happens. They find there, there are spooky noises. their are mysterious footprints. They find a disembodied tongue just lying in a weather station.
0: Yeah. It's like some sort of Blair Witch is haunting them or something. Yeah, yep.
2: some kind of Blair Russian witch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. Like Blairovich. that's what it is. <laughs> some sort of Blairovich. Yep. yep. Anyway, and eventually they find a hidden door in so- that leads deep within the mountain. Yep. Uh, where I guess Smog is keeping his treasure.
1: Roll or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so they're on a quest. It's a role playing game. It's right? a role playing game called "Bore the Audience." Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's arguing. There's there the the like hunky athletic mountain climber expert. You're using with,
1: hunky super loosely. But well, way.
2: he's supposed to be the hunky guy. It, it bristles with the nerdy conspiracy guy who is also not that nerdy. Uh, and it's there's an avalanche. Uh oh. And the uh, one of the women is killed in the avalanche, the one who's the audio expert, not the one who looks the like Claire Danes.
1: The one that's most likely to get topless. The one, the, who and But she doesn't because it's a PG-13 does.
2: movie. Well, she sleeps with the mountain climber, but you don't see anything because it's a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Anyway, there's an avalanche. She's killed in that. Everyone else is running around, oh, no, oh, no. The experienced mountain climber, like, breaks his leg or something, right?
1: Yep, yep. Nice. A new Chalk that up to a new experience. Uh. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, you learn something. <laughs> no matter what happens, ah! and
2: uh, a bunch of soldiers, I guess, fire at them. And the three remaining Wait, members, a bunch of
0: soldiers, yeah, it a bunch was like Russians. two dudes showed up, yeah, right? Russian, yeah, Russians, Russian soldiers show up, and they basically the, but they're off in the distance. We don't know they're soldiers; they're Russians. And they start firing, at them. but they have but, guns, but, like, and they seem you know pretty well trained. But before the firing happens, <laughs> like one of the leaders of our intrepid band is like. This avalanche was caused by the Russian government. They want to hide something like they set charges off yeah and and the Russian soldiers can- sort of confirm this by showing up and uh shooting at them
2: and there was a there was a heart to heart moment before this where the of the two people who instigated this trip, the guy says he once had a bad acid trip where he imagined they were in this place years before he he they went there. And the girl says, years ago when she was young, she had a dream where she found a door that led into darkness, and she went into the darkness. So, spooky, I guess. All kinds of weird
1: dreams, dude. Foreshadowing.
2: Anyway, the other mountain climber, this one has a goatee, gets shot, and the three of them escape into the door in the mountain, but the doors all lock on the outside. So they pull it shut, and then the soldiers lock them in. And they wander through dark hallways. Now I've just skipped about 40 minutes of the movie, yeah. which is mostly them walking around in the snow, just kind of doing a bunch of nothing. And
1: uh Yeah, you know, like making a camp, making camp snacks, and <laughs> there's a lot basically there's a lot of the kind measuring of measuring footprints.
2: There's a lot of the kind of details they're supposed Jabbering. to they go over the details of the original uh exp- the original disappearance over and over again. And a lot of these are like real world details that i think are supposed to make you feel more like this is lost footage these were real people we care about them now but instead it's like just using pretty... the term
1: AT instead of saying Appalachian Trail yeah
2: but but instead you're just like come on i know one i know this is fake Two, I, this is supposed to be a horror movie. It's so like, let's get, with the, let's get with the spooks. Let's get with the scares. But also, Where's yeah, the throw mats? more
1: fucking monsters in the background <laughs> of the shots. But yeah.
0: three, for all the time that is spent... Don't use my numbering. Not- <laughs> Start your own numbering, please. All right. <laughs> a. Oh, no, okay, that's better. <laughs> for all the time that is spent not uh, doing anything, you expect there to be character development. But these are the most interchangeable group of nothing people... They you can you've ever really seen in a movie.
2: cardboard but one like their characteristics are one guy is slightly nerdier than the mm-hmm. others. One guy, guy has a terrible goatee. One guy has a terrible goatee and he's the nicer of the two mountain climbers. he mm-hmm. He's got
1: like a weird hat. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: and uh of the women one is blonde and the other is not blonde.
0: Yeah. And one I guess one lady's slightly <laughs> sassier. Oh, yeah, there's a little more restraint. I don't even know if that's the case. Well, like but... the
1: one is the is like the the like no nonsense. She's here on a mission. The other is just you know like along on it's a, just a job to her, you know.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so anyway,
1: they escape into the mountains. A renegade sound girl. <laughs> I'm only in it for the sound. <laughs> yeah, there's one last job, and then she can retire. Yeah, down at in at Key West at the age of like all 23. Her <laughs> yeah, down she's in getting, she's down in Key
0: West, Open up a beach bar. <laughs> Or she can record all the sounds she wants to record. Yeah, just yeah. stick
2: a microphone in
1: a shell and record the C. <laughs> anyway,
0: serve this specialty cocktail that's a pitcher of
1: orange juice with an egg in it. <laughs> yeah, I call it the ADR. <laughs> because I'm a sound person.
2: Uh, so they escape into the mountain, and there are dark hallways, and they ba- it basically feels like they ran into a Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. It's just dark hallways and like things skittering about. They find an abandoned old Russian army base that has a bunch of records about the Philadelphia Experiment, the fabled, not-real American Navy Experiment from World War II, mm-hmm. where a ship supposedly traveled yeah, this in this is time. the experiment,
0: experiment where Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart merged together <laughs> yep. in Catherine Hepburn, right? Whoa. Whoa, Gross. hold on a second. So, what? Is, so it's just some kind of threesome. It's a <laughs> kind of
2: crazy chimera. <laughs> they
0: merged together, thrusting inside Catherine <laughs> now, Hepburn. It'd be right? amazing if there was That's... an early cut of, Philadelphia, of the Philadelphia story that included... <laughs> where Katherine Hepburn's like, Hold on, boys. I don't need to make a choice. <laughs> that included
2: just a just a long, very graphic double penetration scene, and the studio bosses were like, George Cukor, what are you doing? Are you
0: crazy? We can't release this. This is way ahead of its time. <laughs> this is so I mean, cutting I, edge. I can look into the future and imagine a time where this is commonplace, but not now. Not now. Not no. We're We're locking it up in the vault. Yeah. And that still exists, guys. And let's, we gotta find let's, it. Let's rob that vault. Let's rob
2: that vault and finally
0: get Stuart. that cat's score footage. Okay. What am I? Yeah, you're the you're the brains. I'm okay. the wheel man. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so we have a car, a smart guy, and bombs. <laughs> and bombs.
2: <laughs> now all we gotta do is find where the film is, figure out how to steal it, and we're home free. And then what we're gonna do with it afterwards, because I think maybe once I can
1: watch the novelty value
2: of a, a threesome with Jimmy Stewart, Cary Grant, and Catherine Hepburn, but I don't know many times after Yeah, that. after
1: the first time or three times, you just it's it's hard to enjoy it. I also like know?
2: how Dan in Dan's mind experiment means threesome, <laughs> whereas I would think like something
1: sciency. Sure. The only kind yeah, of- like they start researching something and then they all have sex. <laughs> I mean, it's an experiment sciency.
0: Yeah. Well the scientific method uh, implies that they just gotta try everything. Right? Our hypothesis is
2: that three people will make it extra hot. <laughs> Let's test it. So But we need to replicate these results. So, so. they find this down in, in this in the So they're place, in this right? uh, they're in this place. There's a lot of there's a lot of old documents and they find some dead bodies, some of whom with like weird gross monstrously misshapen in their teeth and whatnot. Uh-huh. Sharp teeth. Uh, eventually it turns out there's a. The bunch guy of
1: who's been hurt They kind of leave behind for some reason Yeah they say they'll come back and get too him He's sleepy But he, he was shot yeah. he's lost a lot of blood He's like oh yawn Let me just
2: catch
0: a couple of Z's and I'll be okay <laughs> Don't worry about me guys I just, I'm just just too tired I'm too tired and to they, go on He's had a rough day <laughs> my
1: I'm feet, just gonna snuggle down here. My feeties
2: are so sore I'll just lie here and Get up my energy uh, so they're attacked by a bunch of monster people who mm-hmm. have that like elongated arms, belt, you know, pot belly. You know,
1: you've seen them in like a million movies. They're like the <laughs> Legion demons. You know, they're like a Legion and all sorts of they stuff. Don't, they don't die as easy as those demons. No, though.
2: because they can teleport. Okay, and they're bamfing around like Nightcrawler in the beginning of X Men Two X X Two X Men United. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we
1: got we and there's plenty of shots of these monsters like like. Screaming at the camera or like grabbing somebody, moving all jittery. I, I gotta say, like I,
0: I gotta tell you, this, I've seen this before. I've seen this you saw type this of movie already.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> why did you make this watch it?
0: I've seen this type of monster before. All like as we've been saying, what it, in the zoo? It, it's a real, it's a real legion type of monster. Yeah, like, it's a pretty rote by the numbers. But that that said, it, I feel like it was actually done. Better than I normally see it in this movie. Like there was, there was, it was genuinely kind of freaky when they finally showed up.
2: Yeah, well, the fact that they're in, they're half in shadow a lot of the time is good.
0: Well, and that they they keep the, shifting around like they have this thing where they're like phasing in and out of reality somehow. Yeah, that made it a little creepier. Well, I
1: like that description more than what they what they ended up saying is that they're just teleporting. They can just around. teleport. Yeah. Like the yeah. idea of them being unstuck in time is more interesting to me.
2: Or like the the monsters in. Uh, from Beyond, where they're kind of existing on a different plane of reality and they're, yeah, they're like popping in and out of our reality in their own. That's not what it is. They're just teleporting. But Dan's reading is better, so let's just take it that way. Yeah, yeah and yeah. From Beyond's great. And From Beyond's fantastic. It's all goopy and gross.
0: a <laughs> guy gets killed by a swarm of bees and they eat his skin somehow. But I gotta say, like, we haven't gotten to, like, the full craziness of where this ending goes. But this movie unloads so much crazy at the, at right the at end. Right at the end. Instead of in doing like the a, last 10 minutes. Instead
2: of doing a slow drip, you have a lot of these characters wandering around in the snow, not doing very much. And then suddenly in the last 10, 15 minutes, it's underground Soviet base, monster men who can teleport. Okay, we're going to open up this cave door. Oh, there's some kind of, some kind of time <laughs> portal that goes to Lord knows where... And we're yeah. gonna we're going to leap through it, yeah, holding it's a, hands. It's a, it's a fucking Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Except but, when they go through it, they don't end up in an Egyptian-based alien world run by the She-Man from the, the Guaiwuld.
1: Is that what it's called? <laughs> the, they're the Gwauld, Yeah, that's the alien race. It's a title Owls name. of Gwa-Oled. Gwa-Oled. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Guardians yeah, Guardians. Of Gal- the what? Owls <laughs> of Gahool- Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: So they <laughs> they think, uh, well, what? Maybe we'll walk through it and we'll think about where we want to be, and then we'll escape. And they walk through this portal and the camera goes with them. And this is one of my problems that I have with this kind of like Cloverfield Blair Witch movie. Something scary is chasing you. You can just drop the camera. (laughs) Like the camera is not going to go with you. Because you have to, it's every now and then they'll do something to show it's a found footage movie. Like they'll put the camera down and you'll be like, wait a minute. So you were running around with your hand in front of your face with a camera attached to it when you thought you were being shot at or that there were monsters coming at you. Like nobody in the world would just keep shooting I mean, maybe if you're a professional news photographer or something like that. But but,
0: but worse than that, like... As that was my
2: problem with Cloverfield, though, was it was like, seriously, the guy won't put down the, the damn camera? I know what you're saying, Dan.
0: Well, no, like, well, well, we haven't gotten there yet, but you're about to say that they leap back into the past.
2: When they go through, um, suddenly they're dead, and we see through the camera that uh, some people are trying to trying to reach them, but Soviet troops stop yeah. them. And these people are... The One of them is a woman who's a young version of an old woman they interview earlier in the movie who said, even though there were nine people in the mountain climbing group that disappeared, I saw 11 bodies. And it's the two— He's closing the circle. Our two last main characters, and, we, and a, a Soviet troop picks up the camera, doesn't know what it is. He's baffled by it because it's future technology. Yeah,
0: but with the found footage thing, that's where I was going like— how did the fucking hackers get their hands on well, like this camera that but then we'll, teleported back into the past? Because,
2: because at some point the Soviet hackers government, can do
0: a lot of shit, Dan. And also, mm-hmm. they yeah, the they <laughs> <laughs> They've got uh, dreadlocks, <laughs> even though yeah. they're white guys. Fisher Stevens yeah. skateboarded yeah. into the past,
2: <laughs> took it, and plugged it into a computer, and there was just a bunch of code falling mm-hmm. around, you know, in a haze.
0: Okay, fair enough. They hacked yeah, the Angelina world Jolie when they hacked some... the world at the end. it Involved yeah. this. Exactly. DJ Qualls figured it out.
2: <laughs> also, the net. Let's not forget that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And Tron. Everyone was Troning about with their Johnny mnemonics. Yeah, Yeah. Neuromancing up and down, dancing on the ceiling, kung fu fighting, walk the dinosaur, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, war games, weird science, Colossus the Forbidden Project,
0: <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey, and so forth. Okay. Y- you've convinced me. Yeah, thank you. Um. Anyway, they Do you gone... want to play a game? <laughs> no, the, the only winning move is not to play. Elliot. Oh, good point. Well, you... the game
2: was uh, uh, hit it's... yourself in the head with
1: this. So you're right.
0: What? La- lawnmower Man's. Yeah, yeah there I you go. go. <laughs>
1: lawnmower Man's.
0: Yeah. I can play the game too. <laughs> D. Snyder's Strangeland. Sure.
2: Well, that was a little different. That was not really about computers so
0: much. Or, or bar- net. <laughs> there you go. Untraceable.
2: Bra- bra- brains- brain scan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Perfect. A lot of stuff with computers in it. Virtuosity. So here we go. So uh he and we see as their my favorite Russell Crowe performance, by the way. <laughs> Russell Crowe? Yeah,
0: Russell Crowe. <laughs> the WWE wrestler. Yeah. He's
1: a member of uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: member of what, the Legion of Doom? Yeah, he's a Russell Crowe <laughs> slash, slash the Crow themed
2: wrestler. <laughs> so it's like Russell Crowe with the Crow's makeup on. <laughs> And his finishing move is he plays a song from 30-odd foot of grunts.
0: I'm, I'm imagining this is like an alternate, like like when he made Cinderella Man, this was the companion piece. He was like an old-time wrestler. But for some reason, he was under his actor's name. Uh, Russell Crowe is going to wrestle his way out of the Great Depression.
2: I wish Cinderella Man had been just the story of Cinderella, but Russell Crowe played Cinderella. Yeah, where it's it's Cinderella, Man. Man. <laughs> and Russell Crowe's just like on his hands and feet scrubbing his his <laughs> wicked stepsisters <laughs> shoes or whatever. And then a little mouse helps him make a dress. <laughs> That'd be adorable. Anyway, so the Russian troops take we they've gone into the past clearly, uh, through this portal. The Russian troops take their bodies and remove their modern weird looking clothes. <laughs> It is a portal of time, not a porthole of time. Right. It's way too big for that. If anything, what it looks like is more of a sphincter of time. <laughs> it, it like they really walked does. into the Earth's anus. It's a colon penis. of time. Yeah. Yeah. And they just got spat backwards in time. But uh, And their bodies are hung up on we a rack. They walked crack. into a time sarlacc. And their bodies, through some weird transformation through the portal, are now half-monstery. Yeah, it's they're kind like of, ghouls. And they start like shaking a little, and it's <clears> clear that they are now... They have become the monsters and that like, attack them in the future. They've kind of
0: badass haircuts now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they look like the girl with the dragon tattoo. Sure. And it's sort of, it's sort of vaguely implied that maybe the thing. That killed the original people in the past is the shock wave or whatever of them going back in time. Of our
2: heroes, yeah, emerging into the nineteen fifty. I mean, one
0: problem with this movie is one it's, it's not gonna one problem? is the <laughs> no, just single it's, it's it, it Is how boring it is? I'm saying that one of the many problems okay. is that it both uh, it soothes it, 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 and <laughs> relaxes. <laughs> <laughs> it either spends way too much time explaining something. Or kind of glosses like what over we were something doing. and assumes that you understand it.
2: Yeah, we are told that this and and it also the movie throws out a lot of possible theories early on. Was it UFOs? Was it Sasquatch, Yetis? Mm-hmm. Was it who knows? Was it a local tribesmen? And at the end, it's like was it
0: a ghost Chupacabra?
2: It's almost like at the end they were like, uh. Oh man. Why Yeah, can't it's a we poor
1: just... fucking chupacabra that died and is now haunting a fucking village. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, he's got to make up for his cowardice in, in his living life yeah, by uh, exactly. inspiring someone else to be brave. It's the Canterville Chupacabra <laughs> <laughs> starring Chupacabra Loughton. Uh, but it's it's like the the movie throws out all these possible explanations and then it finally hits on one at the end that is way less interesting than any of the others. Uh, Stuart, you put it best. I think that you said this movie was like the... I think it was you, maybe it was Dan... I think it was you, who said this movie is like The Descent, if The Descent was really bad.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, they, they use all the, at least leading up to the moment where we're introduced to the weird fucking laboratory, uh, they use every cliche of like, oh, we went to sleep, oh, we woke up and there's markings in the fucking snow. Yeah. The snow's all yellow. It's heard heard probably weird, full of nutrients. Let's we, eat it. We heard a weird sound. Let's investigate. There's a tongue for some reason.
2: Yeah, they never really explained why that tongue was there either. No, you they know, do. They, a monster
1: ripped it off a dude's head. But then why did he leave it in a weather
0: station? You know, they, to totally <laughs> spookify people, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it was in the weather station. They do like try and explain Like, there's like a They show the person whose tongue it was They show was a removed. soldier, had, and they're, their explanation was like, oh, you know, if you're going to like try and keep this secret... When you send someone ahead first to make sure that there's still a secret worth keeping, And I'm just like, okay, I guess. But then, like, the people who ripped this guy's tongue out, then were they killed too? Or I guess those were maybe killed, but they were killed by the ups. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it uh, doesn't
2: really. It's not very clear.
1: So that guy. But then who they've been trying? They've been trying to to fire that
0: guy, but that
1: guy's part of the union, so they had Uh, to send them along. (laughs) 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 That's why they don't call Soviet Union for nothing. Yeah. So they set him on ahead to make sure the monsters are still killing dudes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you got it. Reminds me of a a talk I saw Evan Dorgan give once where he talked about how in every monster movie, there's the idiot who just runs up to the monster so that the monster can show you what his power is. (laughs) Instead of keeping a distance and like shooting the monster, someone runs, oh, what is it, Halloween? And runs up and gets electrified or something.
1: Yeah, I gotta say my favorite moment in the movie is when they're exploring the weather station for some reason. She opens the door to the weather station, sees the tongue, shouts, what the, and then basically does a fucking flip take.
2: (laughs) What the, and then falls over (laughs) into the snow, and you're like, Like nobody has uh, ever done that.
1: She is struck dumb by this The only
2: way it could have been less realistic is if all you saw was her feet flying out of the panel as she reacted to the punchline. She just heard (laughs) from that tongue. Tongue, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: I think my favorite goofy moment was uh when the avalanche came and that lady died <laughs> by like she like snow surfed into a camera where we like see the like the lens of the camera shatter well, like her face like goof flies into it.
2: Slams into the camera,
1: beat, and then crack, <laughs> appears. Yeah, it looks like the fucking splat from that paintball uh, <laughs> Nintendo game. Uh wow,
0: scarifying.
2: But to get to I mean, I like a good walking around to dark tunnels and there's creepy monsters skittering around and like i like stories that involve conspiracy loops con- time loops and conspiracies and hidden military bases with monsters in them and stuff but i felt like this movie did not earn it set up or earn any of that it just suddenly was like uh are you bored of seeing the characters not having any idea what's going on well here's a whole lot of shit let's dump it on you okay gotta go run like the movie was trying to, the movie realized it had nowhere to go, so it just threw a bunch of mud in your face, so it could run away before you could catch it. <laughs> and it's like it, they, <laughs> like smoke they, bomb. That <laughs> the whole last ten minutes of this movie was a smoke bomb, a cinematic smoke bomb.
0: But I mean, but you, can, they didn't you need can't to, catch what you don't see. <laughs> but and, and yet, those last ten minutes were the best ten minutes. They were. It's not yeah, saying it's like, a lot. Yeah, but, they're
1: like, oh, you didn't think those monsters were realistic? Well, we're not going to show them to you anymore. Well, it's almost Don't get like
2: there's no reason why they couldn't have gotten to that underground tunnel like thirty minutes in the movie, mm-hmm. twenty five minutes in, after maybe fifteen minutes of them wandering around the snow instead of like forty
1: minutes. They could have kept more of the hikers alive to get murdered by by the
2: monsters. Yeah, they could
0: go in there, they could find the monsters, they could be scared by the monsters, they could go back out, they could be chased back into the tunnels by the Russian army. Yeah, and I mean, then when they go back there's out,
1: there's so many common elements that you could have like. It's it's just the like the lamest version of this movie. And they did not
2: earn a time portal at the end. Um, I mean, you don't, you what do you have to do to earn I that, mean to Alex? just mention the Philadelphia experiment and then be like, uh, when a time portal shows up in a cave, you're like, uh by the way, this was always here. This is what we meant to always happen. And there there are some cave drawings and they're like, uh the monsters probably made these. This is their home or something and they or came from their world or, or they're aliens something. or what. Like the characters are still spinning theories that are clearly wrong. And maybe and maybe there's a movie in that, like, a horror movie where it becomes very clear to the audience what's going on, but the characters have cannot seem to figure it out, and keep spinning out theories that are clear, that we know are totally not correct. I think it would be a really frustrating movie to watch, but still, you know.
0: Alright, well, uh, we should... The same uh, way
2: that once you see an alien on the X-Files, every episode when Dana Scully's like, I don't know, <laughs> like, come on, just... We've I seen think, them. <laughs> I think. I think the they're those bi- gray guys. See, the X
0: Files <laughs> plays better if you assume that after a certain point, Scully's just dicking around with Mulder. <laughs> I mean, the X Files plays better if I you stop know. watching it after at a certain point. That's true. sure. And true. you just click Run, over like, and watch Millennium.
1: See, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the much better Millennium. You watch Harsh Realm
2: instead. <laughs> you watch Viper. Um. VR Five. So. Uh, we Millennium just... just Mopey Lance Hendrickson Just walking around Doing nothing yep, looking for
1: pumpkin heads <laughs> That's
2: what he's doing Is that what that Show was about? Yeah it was about Pumpkin heads
1: Yeah um, it was a pumpkin prequel So
2: this was I wish there was more To talk about in this movie But it's not No it's This fine. was a real Nothing of a movie That we... Dan could not Wait to watch <laughs> Well, was it was chomping at the bit It
1: was
2: Rennie uh, Rennie It's gonna be crazy um... <laughs> But it was not crazy <laughs> <laughs> It made me queasy With all the shaky
1: cam
0: All right, so... Do you think in...
1: Real quick, do you guys think in any way this movie was improved by being a found footage movie? Do you think that if they had made a non-found footage version of this movie, it could have been better?
2: I think there's almost no found footage movie I've seen that I wouldn't have liked more as a non-found footage movie.
1: Dan? Um,
0: What are we talking about?
1: Whether or not it being a found footage movie had any... Positive impact,
0: and no, is no. it possible it could have been improved by it, being a traditional? Definitely have been improved by doing a traditional movie. Uh, we should skip ahead to final judgments. Let me just say one I, last just, thing about well, found footage movies. In, you can say it in final. Okay, here's
2: my final judgment: it was bad, bad. So <laughs> the, the what I was going to say about found <laughs> footage movies right. is that if you were going to make a found footage movie that looked like it, that was told a story through pieced together found found things from different sources. I'd be more interested in that, like kind of
1: like well, like security videos of the monster home. Security videos, or
2: news news stories, or personal home videos, kind of like what F for Fake does for documentaries. If you did something like that for a horror movie, where it's pieced together from different pieces from different sources, that'd be more interesting to me than like we brought a camcorder with us into a spooky house or a cave or some shit. We're just gonna hold it and all the time, you know. And eventually it's going to drop and you're going to have like an unmoving shot where monsters are running around in the background and we'll have night vision at some point. But to have a, if it was like a story that somehow it was like you were watching a documentary. I feel like
1: getting night vision on your camera is just a bad move because you know there's going to be monsters There's either going to be
2: monsters or someone's going (laughs) to see you having sex. (laughs) And you're going to have glowy weird cat eyes.
1: And that's, nobody gets turned down by that. The
2: only time that looks good is at the end of the thriller video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the, uh, if it was, I would rather see like a spooky fake documentary yeah, that was pieced together from different sources, but is genuinely scary than like, like the co- Bay.
1: Did you ever see? I never saw the Bay. Okay. No. But even that used some crappy, like, why is this person carrying a camera around? Yeah. Scenes. So, uh, so yeah, no,
2: bad, I'm not bad, a found bad, footage. Bad, bad. We're all bad, bad. I think we're all bad, bad. No, they're no we're
0: all, we're all bad, bads. Um. Before we uh move on to the next uh bit of the show, the uh Osper's the abbreviated flop tag. digest edition. Um I just want to uh spotlight one of our uh our sister podcasts over at All Things Comedy. Uh in this case I would like to spotlight the Dork Forest uh Jackie Cation's podcast, where she discusses her favorite obsessions with the obsessed. And um but uh, yeah, that's a great Over show. and above um, her podcast, um, All Thanks Comedy is starting to release um, stand up albums,
2: original albums,
0: and um, for da-
2: digital download for very competitive prices. Yeah. I think it's like what five dollars,
0: yeah. Well, that's just five dollars. Uh, I wanted to say, Jackie Cation has launched her latest stand up special. Uh, this will make an excellent horcrux, which is available. For a $5 digital download exclusively through uh, All Things Comedy, you can get it at www.allthingscomedy.com forward slash Jackie Cation. And you can get a limited edition tour shirt uh, with the cover art for that same uh, (coughs) special at www.jackiecation.com slash horcrux. So uh check it How out. How do you Why spell you? that at the end? Uh you spell it in the way that the Harry Potter books spell Oh, I didn't crux. know it was a Harry Potter thing.
2: I um, thought it was like this is the this is the place the horrors really come together. <laughs> the
1: Horcrux. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is in Harry Potter too.
2: <laughs> I remembered one thing I did like in Devil's Pass. So let's leave on a on a high on a positive mm. note. Okay, Which was, was when it
1: ended and we got to And we got to stop watching.
2: Uh they're, when they're in the base, they find a camcorder And they start playing the tape on it, and it's stuff that happened to them. And if they fast-forward and get to the point on the tape where it is what they're recording right now, and you realize later they found the the camcorder that went back in time with them. But there was something very spooky about that in kind of an H.P. Lovecraft unexplainable mystery way of, I found a camera here that has a videotape on it that shows what we're doing right now. And I almost wish they had not explained it in a time travel science fiction way and it had just been spooky but uh that was a genuinely creepy moment for me like oh okay that was interesting
1: yeah it played up the whole unexplained phenomena angle that i think Rennie Harlan was obsessed with
0: yeah yeah i uh i agree he I, was
1: obsessed with explaining overall <laughs> overall though like i think a
0: documentary about the original incident would, would be, be way, way more interesting, interesting. and but and and creepier. also yeah creepier yeah
1: or like uh, like a normal movie but about the original, a
2: dramatized movie. But like people being killed
1: you're... by, I'm guessing, an irradiated wrestler who kills everybody.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it must be a, it's like a radioactive Yeti orangutan, you know, yeah. professional wrestler guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's real well, murders in the room, org. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> murders in the room, mountain. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for
2: putting that in language I couldn't understand. But I do wish Rennie Harlan had just made a straight documentary about the, the original thing. But anyway, yeah. we're done with that. Bad, bad movie. Moving on to Live from Hollywood Dan's apartment. It's the flop house. Abridged, abbreviated, very short. Floptacular segment. Da, 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 oh, da, Dan, da. you
1: look good. What are you wearing? Is that from the um, Stephen King collection? I'm
0: wearing a gray fleece <laughs> over uh, what I, I would call this sort of a pullover.
1: And over here, that's Stuart Wellington in a tuxedo. Who's your tuxedo by? <laughs> uh, it's from uh, Dan McCoy Swimwear. You can find Wait, it what? on the <laughs> Flophouse Podcast website. I don't think you can. And here's me
2: wearing nothing special jeans, shirt, and yeah, you know, another sort of a Western <laughs> shirt. Yeah, but, well, it's but, plaid, but no but, socks yeah. or shoes.
1: It's a real beach outfit
2: Nope because my hobbit feet need to breathe <laughs> Even on a red carpet So guys what are we talking about Which award show The AK Place Awards The uh, NAACP <laughs> the, Image wait, Awards The Place Awards <laughs> Yeah the American Girl <laughs> Place Awards For the best American girl uh, The award goes to
0: Dan <laughs> Wait a minute The Academy Awards The Oscars The
2: Police Academy Awards Best sound effects goes to that guy. The sound effects guy.
1: <laughs> not Tackleberry. <laughs> no. The um, only sound effect he does is the cocking of the hammer of a pistol.
2: Most craziest goes to Zed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Why can I not remember the sound effects guy's real name? Motorboat Jones? No. Michael Winslow? Uh, Michael Winslow, thank yeah. you.
0: So, um...
2: Brother to fictional character Carl Winslow. <laughs> anyway, you're saying,
0: Dan? I watched the Oscars. Also a police officer. All the way through. <laughs> I also watched the Oscars all the way through. And I have a strange lack of enthusiasm for them.
2: I thought this was, it started out strong. Okay. I thought it was a fine Oscars for a long time. And then Ellen DeGeneres apparently made the decision that she didn't need to write any material for the
0: last mm-hmm. two thirds of the show. She so, could just wander the aisles offering people pizza just three riff, times in a row
2: riff and banter. Uh, I didn't have any major problems with the award winners, you know? It yeah. was kind of like, oh, okay, it was a good year for movies. Nobody really shitty got you know, one any words that I could think of. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I had my problems that I always did with like the shitty bits. Like, if she was just going to wander... Or shits. <laughs> if she's just going to wander the aisles <laughs> like that, like, I mean, there's... We've reached a point in <laughs> Oscar's history where... Um, just thinking
1: about the times when I go to the bathroom and I just leave a bunch of shitty
0: bits in the toilet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible cereal, by the way. Um, <laughs> We I, we've reached a point in Oscar history where not
2: kid tested, and neither is it mother approved, <laughs> no. and
0: I mean, that's it's not it's a to- not FDA approved, and <laughs> that's either. not a
2: toy in the
1: bottom of the box.
0: <laughs> it's a it, it's a it's a part of your balanced breakfast if you want to get hepatitis C, <laughs> even um, the milk turns chocolate. All right, <laughs> just part of this unbalanced <laughs> breakfast. Okay, but um, what the hell is it gonna? We've reached a point in Oscar history where like you have these honorary Oscars that went out to people um like Steve Martin and Angela Lansbury. I would have loved to have seen more about that. But they don't but want to of show that, that. That shut it off to a different ceremony and we Cuz today's get viewers don't want to watch that. Pizza bullshit.
2: Well, they want to see <laughs> they want to see celebrities hanging out. Yeah. What I understand taking is taking selfies. You could include those honorary awards. If you cut out the unnecessary tribute montages, and I'm talking about not the in memoriam, my favorite part, yeah, where we celebrate Hollywood's Although we dearest award. We
0: doubled it up this year for some reason. We had the full in memoriam, which was tasteful. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a little more actual like footage from the movies, but it was and it, it was, was well weird produced. that they chose one but,
2: credit for each person. Yeah. So it was like, all right, I guess that was the only movie that Harold Ramis made, you
0: know. But then after that, they're like, and now Ben Midler to sing. Uh, Wind Beneath My Wings Wind Beneath My Wings yeah
2: and only because the th- well the theme of the night was heroes and that, that song has NBC's the line heroes hero-
0: no it's coming back for a miniseries great I don't care
2: uh, I didn't like it the first time <laughs> but so they they picked a song that said did you ever know you're my hero because oh. the theme was heroes but they shoehorned that theme into so much weird stuff and I read something that was saying how uh, the Oscar winners must have been pretty predictable because to have had a year where the theme was heroes and Matthew McConaughey wins for Dallas Buyers Club is makes sense. But if like Leonardo DiCaprio had won for Wolf of Wall Street, it's like heroes like this jackass who made who made millions and did this terrible stuff. Uh, but they, now
0: wait, where where was it that said that this was the theme? at the very the... beginning?
2: They said the heroes. Then they had a really? tribute to animated heroes a tribute to superheroes, and a tribute to real-life heroes, which I think you pointed out to me included Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird because somebody at the Academy thinks that was a real person who existed somewhere and not a novel character.
0: Uh, but so okay. like, was that why Matthew McConaughey was talking about how he was his own hero Yes, exactly. Right. And
2: now the weird thing all about right, all right. these tributes, all right. and yeah, I say this go. as someone who has made an Oscar... Montage. Oh, we get it. So I'm just saying... you worked I, on an Oscar montage. But I'm montage. just saying, I know a lot of hard work and time goes into it. They're not easy to yeah. do. You cut them over and over again to try to get them right. And it, and it takes a long time. These were the laziest, I think, Oscar montages I'd ever seen. It was rare that you saw a movie from before, like, 1997 in them. There were a few, but they were they had to... If you were not the most famous movie ever, like Casablanca or... Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, you were not making it into this. But if you were Superman Returns, you were all. Not Returns, If you were Man of Steel, you were all over it. If you were Shrek, you were all over it. Well, also, like, it was like each montage they would take one recent movie, make that the the bi- backbone of it, and then scatter a bunch of other recent movies in like one or two old movies.
0: And the last montage I remember was particularly baffling because it was like it was all like basically like superhero or action things, and then all of a sudden like. At the end, it was like, oh, and also Footloose. Yeah. Everyone remembers.
1: Because he's, he's a fucking hero, he's dude. He's a movie hero.
2: If anything, he's a more effective hero than,
0: I mean, yeah, he does than bring, Man of Steel. He does bring dance back to that time. Yes.
1: And Footloose is better than Man of Steel, which is terrible. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but it was like they had, they had Jim Carrey come out, ad lib a little bit about Brewster. <laughs> then he introduced the, the tribute to animated heroes. And then it was like, okay, so I guess we're doing the animated categories now. Nope, we're not. Somebody else came out to introduce, I think it was the Costume and Production Design Awards. And it was like, wait a minute. We get why did Great
1: we, Gatsby's awesome.
2: But why did we waste time with. Just give it that to The tribute. Hobbit, though, instead. The
0: Hobbit won zero awards. Uh, well, it robbed. Now, yeah, Stuart, Check its robbed. pockets. <laughs> it's been robbed. It's now, Stuart, you were in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. During Puerto the, Rico. During, during the like How the trans- How's yeah, yeah. that?
1: Well, uh, (laughs) I was drinking a lot of beer and not watching the Oscars. It sounds pretty fun. I mean,
2: like I said, every year I have the same experience with the Oscars. Although I,
1: I checked st- the results the next day. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with eat. specifically one of them.
2: With that there was no yeah. hobbits? No,
1: well, yeah, that too. Uh no, I I, I just don't feel Jared Leto should have won for Dallas Buyers really? I thought
2: he did a good job, but I've seen that performance before from other people. Yeah, you know? and
1: it, uh, it just like at I can I'll I'll accept that Matthew McConaughey won instead of uh Tom Hanks who should have won for best actor cuz was not he's amazing. But he should still should have won. Um but uh write in votes yeah. yeah, I I wrote in a couple <laughs> <laughs> on the back of fucking cocktail napkins
0: <laughs> And just threw them into the ocean <laughs> yeah. In the hopes that they would reach Hollywood
2: I don't know how the ocean currents work but I, I assume God bless you little napkins yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> I just
1: close my eyes and fucking believe They'd get there As soon as water goes watch. into
2: Jack Valenti's grave <laughs> His ghost will make it happen
0: As <laughs> <laughs> water goes into his grave <laughs> It's a poorly dug <laughs> grave You're laughing at below The moist sea level.
2: grave of, a, of, the, of Jack Valenti you're I a am. ghoul. You should be in a mountain cave in <laughs>
1: Russia, you ghoul. Uh, what was I complaining about? You oh, complaining yeah, about Jared Leto. I don't know. It, it just didn't feel like. Who did like... you
2: want to win that award?
1: That's uh, That was actually what I was going to ask you guys. Who else was nominated for Best Supporting Best Actor? Best
2: Supporting Actor, Jonah Hill.
1: Okay, keep going.
0: There's that guy from Captain Phillips.
2: <laughs> the guy from, oh, yeah, I wanted him to win. The, yeah. the, the head Already of the Pirates better. and Captain Phillips. Yep.
0: Uh um, oh boy Because Jared Leto dudes. wasn't even
2: on screen that much. Was, Jared Leto uh, was on screen a lot. He was just this he was no the second way. lead in the movie. There was uh, uh I think uh was Wally nominated this year <laughs> for best actor. Wall- I'm I,
1: I guess I'm just being a complainer I, I just didn't I didn't feel that first off, I don't think that movie should have because Dallas Buyers Club is a very straightforward. Dallas Buyers Club is, style a, movie.
2: is a is a crowd pleaser. Cla- like kind of Cooper classically structured. He shouldn't well, he shouldn't have won. He shouldn't have been nominated either. And I, f- I was so. I have to admit, I feel bad saying this. I was really happy American Hustle won zero awards, even though I think it probably should have won like costume design or hair. But that was a movie that I thought was enjoyable, but like so totally overrated. It was, it was
0: a mess. I it was thought. a
2: mess of a movie, and so many of the scenes were just the characters yelling at each other in circles, and you were like, "Wow, he really let the actors just." Kind of-. There's a reason that actors need a director to rein them in sometimes and a screenwriter to give them things to say because often you get scenes where it's just characters yelling at each other and it was just a weird movie like the for a movie about an intricate sting operation they kind of lost interest in that pretty quick i don't know why he was bringing his wife jennifer lawrence to all of these things it didn't make any sense at all
0: well i think david russell expressly didn't really care about the sting stuff like he's like Oh, app scams—kind of interesting, but I just want to make a—I want to make another character study, like a kind of a screwball. But it character even failed as a about, character
2: study; like the characters didn't have any dimension to them.
0: No, I agree. I, you know, it, it was it a was, very like, entertaining movie to watch. Yeah. That had no like, it had no substance. It was like a like a dandelion puff, like blowing away on a wind. That's beautiful, Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's
1: gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. And you want to run down the uh, the dirt road to catch it, but uh-huh. you just can't.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well now you're making it sound too good. <laughs>
2: well, you also feel bad because uh by blowing the dandelion puff, you've helped it to spread its seed around the world and you're like, Did I get tricked into having sex with a dandelion? <laughs> Is that what happened?
0: <laughs> you're always getting tricked into having sex with a dandelion. Yeah, seductive right? bastards. That's what you gotta learn. But
2: overall, like I I kept forgetting like what the best picture nominees were before the Oscars. Like they were they announced them, and right? they're like, Philomena and I'm like, Oh yeah, right, that was a movie. But otherwise, I mean a lot of otherwise I agreed with a lot of the winners, you know. Or not even agreed, but like didn't have a problem with them, you know. I still haven't seen Twelve Years of Slaves, so I can't yeah. say whether I what I thought about that. But like I was happy Gravity won for directing and cinematography. I was happy that uh uh that original song from her did not win, you know. Um
0: Oh the I, I that like that song. I like that okay, just because I I like Karen O, but uh, it's a little bit of it's a it's a slight song. It's I would a say.
2: it's like they're shoving the whimsy down your throat. Yeah, with a. I mean, I'm, a
1: I'm assuming next year's Oscars, it's going to be everything is awesome from the uh, from the Lego Movie soundtrack. So. I still have not
0: seen that. movie.
2: I haven't either, but I want to. I mean, my my kid is really keeping me from me. seeing
1: the kids' movies. I want to see <laughs> that Frozen. Lame. Just leave that um, kid with a babysitter, bro. I,
2: not, I will. I think I'll probably do that for Grand Budapest Hotel. I've now seen. I really want to see that. Two. <laughs>
0: uh, I've now seen two performances of Let It Go. I've seen the Oscar performance and that like lousy Fallon performance. I don't know that. And one. I have not uh, been impressed with uh, Menzel mm-hmm. yet. Um and I have to so assume So Dan, you're gonna want to
2: go on you're going on the internet slagging Adina Menzel. No, I well, that to, is an unsafe move. You are to, taking your life in your hands. No, I
0: have to assume that she's amazing in the actual movie, but both of the performances that I saw of her, uh like I think that I think at the Oscars, you know, she was being overpowered by the uh by John Travolta's mispronouncing the <laughs> her name. Yeah. By that and the orchestra. And I think that her doing like the Fallon thing with like the toy instruments is like doing her no favors. I have no it idea very, what that is. It's like a thing that Fallon does. He gets he gets people to get he gets songs and does toy instruments with the roots. Like it started out with I think Call Me Maybe with Carly Rae Jepsen. It's a thing, you know. All of Fallon thing, stuff dude. is you about mean, toy instruments like, on the internet, like playing so a bit. Teddy Ruxman or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're playing a Teddy Rub- uh, skin, uh, and a, like and a Rubskin explaining <laughs> Teddy Rubskin a is son- the adult version.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no kids allowed
1: for Teddy Rubskin. Um, <laughs> you put it you put filthy you tapes gotta, in. Yeah, yeah, put the play the tape backwards. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it tells you to worship Saints. <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright. I'm 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 sure Teddy Let Rug It Go is a great song in the in the actual context of the thing, but I was
2: But uh, but it happens to me every year that I'm watching the Oscars. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna tweet about it. I'm just gonna enjoy it on a sincere level and not have to come up with you know, like snarky Fips. quips. And then I get, get bored, and I, get bored and I start I start tweeting about it. Yeah. But it's it happens every time. So
1: you're saying the Oscars needs to not bore you. I next think it time. should be one about the movies, two, shorter,
2: three, less of a less tri- bad. Let's bet, well, trying to. <laughs> or ch- better. They do the thing where instead of being what they are, which is an award show for movies, and being that to the best, they kind of chase what they think people are going to want to watch. Mm-hmm. And- which is
1: like celebrities hanging out in exactly. one places. Exactly.
2: Celebrities hanging They're out. Just like us. And it's like
1: yeah. if you're not going to give. They eat ramen noodles and put their pants on two legs at a time. <laughs> Wait. You, wait, what? How do you do that? Yeah, is you it like up. the wrong trousers? Yeah, no, you lie on your bed and you stick your legs up in the air. Oh. And, you and yank what the magic on. legs jump yeah. up? Yeah. I have button eyes and yeah, things you, like that. You rub your legs with chicken fat. <laughs> Keep talking. You rub your legs with chow yun fat. <laughs> you get a good grip on those sides of your pants and you yank them on there. How do you get them over your butt? Well, you tuck That's your what butt the in. That's for. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Dan's right. The chicken <laughs> fats for your thighs, though. You just suck your butt in.
2: So, you can't suck your butt in. Yeah, you squeeze, your, in you squeeze it in.
1: So you have like a concave <laughs> butt? And for a
0: moment. <laughs> well,
2: when, when your It pops out, and he goes, boy. Okay, I'm with you on the boy sound.
1: I just, I don't know how you get to that point. It's pretty simple. You suck it in, you yank them on you button that shit boy yoing <laughs>
2: oh, so the boyoing comes post buttoning
1: yeah cuz if you boy yoing before you're not getting that button on <laughs> it'll just
2: pop right off exactly fly through the air hit a mouse in the face he uses it as a monocle
1: to <laughs> say it knocks the the stuffy butler's monocle out of his eye so so i never and then maybe like a hip hop lyric or something <laughs> somebody's got
2: baps on the brain so, uh, I had another thing to say. For the, oh, so if 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 the Academy Awards is not the place to give Angela Lansbury a Lifetime Achievement Award, and just on a side note, I can only think of like four movies that she was in that bring her up to Lifetime Achievement level. I'm not sure why they gave it to her. Murder, she wrote, does that count? It's <laughs> like a movie, but aside from, it's short and it's on TV. <laughs> aside from The Manchurian Candidate, Beauty and the Beast, Gaslight, and Picture of Dorian Gray, I can't think of another classic movie she was in. I'm sure there are more. But I just can't think of them. Yeah. But they didn't There's show be you. A they showed you almost none of them. But like, you if the Academy Awards is not the place to give her a lifetime achievement, then like, why are you doing it? You know? Yeah, is the reason to do it for ratings? The awards predates television. You know, like, come on, let's just do it up to do it.
1: And the um, the immemorium, like it was, it was pretty up to date this year. Yeah, like up to like
0: Harold Mostly. Ramis. They put and,
2: Harold Ramis in, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. We
0: wow. put in that Shirley lady Tempus. who died on that uh, horrible bridge accident. I mean, like, barely. They, like, sort of, like, shoved her in as a footnote at the end. I'm not familiar with that one. Um, there was a train accident where, uh, like, a, some sort of production assistant got... Oh, that's terrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just bringing I, the podcast down. So here's, <laughs> what that's, that's here's what I would tell the Oscars.
2: Here's what I would tell the Oscars.
0: You pick a movie. You guys bring it aloft and I bring it back down. <laughs> I'd
2: say for the Oscars, your time like as the a
0: sandbag of the podcast. Your
2: Sorry. time as a television <laughs> program is over. Dane unless, bag. maybe, you don't do it live. You have like an hour and a half, two hours cut down version, and then you release the whole thing on the internet. Uh-huh. For free? No, you either charge people or you have sponsors, the same way you make money for anything. Uh. And then you can, do, you can include Angela Lansbury as part of the cast, and then you can cut it down however you like for the television, primetime, whatever. But then I can see the full speech that Steve Martin gives, because I'm way more interested in that in the speech that Baz Luhrmann's wife gives twice in one night for her Great Gatsby Awards
0: Um. so I mean I think that that's pretty much all we have to say about the Oscars uh, especially considering that uh, only two thirds of us saw them but in a more general sense um, this is kind aren't of aren't our... we all watching the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of our chance isn't
1: there a little bit of Oscar in all of us? <laughs>
0: well there's a little bit of Godzilla well, in all of us <laughs> I ate a little bit of Oscar so yes but um this is, <laughs> is
2: that was, I, don't, I don't understand what what that means
1: <laughs> why is dan locking the door
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is he looking at us and seeing two big chicken legs
0: <laughs> no this is kind of our chance to uh, put a bit of a bow on uh, 2013 so if uh there's any kind of year in review things that you want to well thanks for say. not
2: giving me time to prepare <laughs> Stuart. i think you had your top five movies yeah, well,
0: no, I, I know that Stuart I mean, had something so I wanted to the, I,
2: Castle Freak, I mean, Castle I, Freak number I, I, 3 I Castle I like
1: I did glance uh I did jot down like five movies that I felt kind of looked over or were a little overlooked or were just genre movies that I liked a lot. Okay. Um Pacific so Rim. Were, uh, yeah, Pacific Rim. Wow, you guess it. I Pacific know you. Rim. Uh Place Beyond the Pines actually. I don't know if mm. you guys saw it, but I did. Uh yeah, I really liked it despite the fact that I felt like it was a little it had it had some like I don't know if I'd say saccharine or like cliched elements yeah, or, or overwrought elements. It's a little,
2: it's over, it's very melodramatic and slow.
1: But there's a lot of stuff I liked about it still. It, it, for some reason it worked. Any movie me. where a guy rides a motorcycle inside of a globe cage, you're okay with? Uh, 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 globe of Death, yeah. <laughs> uh, World's End was fantastic, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I would say if you haven't gone, if you haven't seen Ninja 2... Or Ninja: <laughs> Shadow of a Tear. You should watch that. That's a that's a release this year. And uh, Your Next was probably my favorite like like straightforward horror movie of uh, of the year. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but you should check it I out. I haven't. No. And I didn't want to point out that there's a couple. There's I didn't see a lot of. There was a lot of movies that I haven't seen. I'd still love to see Upstream Color, The Evil Dead remake, and uh, The Wind Rises. And my biggest disappointment of the year was probably Elysium. I don't know if you guys saw that. I also didn't see that, but I heard it was disappointing um,
0: from
2: you and others.
0: I'll just uh toss out that um you know i I didn't see a there are a lot of movies obviously that I did not see, and I feel like with, most of them I with say. every year that passes, I see fewer movies that are released in uh, a certain year. But um, you've
2: been watching a lot more movies released in 30 minute chunks on porn websites. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: well, 30 minute so. chunks, huh? Yeah, but because um,
2: they've been uploaded they've been stolen from another site and uploaded somewhere else.
0: Of the films that I did see that were released this year, I think that my three favorites were probably Inside Lewin Davis, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Blue is the Warmest Color. Um, mm-hmm. of movies that I were. In what
2: scene did you like the best? In blue is the warmest color. Ah,
0: Jesus, there's, it's a three-hour movie. It's not all that, but um, of the movies that well, were. All that was a TV show. <laughs> already, and she's mentioned. all that is a movie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, quid pro quo. You're a pervert. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> Uh, of the movies that Stu already said something about, um, I also very much enjoyed The World's End and uh, Upstream Color. And here's a here's a movie that I'll toss in as like a left field... Just toss uh, it right off, bro. Uh, just a left field thing that uh, did not get a lot of attention. Um, I saw Brian De Palma's Passion, which was barely released. Um, uh, but I heard some negative reviews of it. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, in the vein of um a film fatale just oh, like okay. like a pretty like a very glossy, campy kind of arch uh scampy film. I mean it is it is super de palmy and some people don't like that, but um just as a pure like glossy surfaces, cinematic uh, bit of enjoyment, it is a very smart piece of trash filmmaking. True story, the first time I saw Femme Fatale,
1: mm-hmm. I... To, I haven't <laughs> <to> rent the... <laughs> I rented the, uh, the Pan and Scan version and had to take it like I I stopped it and took it back to Blockbuster and got the widescreen version because Pan and Scan in that movie was worthless.
0: Yeah, uh, Elliot, I know that we did spring this on you, but if you have any thoughts that you want to do, uh, uh,
2: toss in. Not...
0: Uh, absolutely movies. movies
2: hey everybody loves them uh, from the very beginning uh with the workers leaving a factory the lumiere brothers made it uh i i mean i liked i liked the world's end a lot i liked some of the other ones you guys named inside lewitt davis i liked a lot i really liked gravity a lot which is lame yeah. to say because it was a big hit and no it was it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun it was one of the few times I've said negative things about it but i really enjoyed it's it. one of the few times lately that i've seen a movie in the theater and i've been like one i'm glad i saw the theater and two this is an experience I'm going to get at a movie that I'm not going to get out of yeah. any
1: other medium. Fly, flying back from Puerto Rico, I watched the last ten minutes of Gravity uh, over somebody's shoulder they were watching on their laptop, and I still couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, it's a really it was a really good movie. I'm
2: sure there are other ones that I saw that I liked that are just not coming to mind at the moment. Uh, but I also really liked Only God Forgives, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. which was is not it's one of those things where if you're the right audience for it you're really gonna like it if you're not you're gonna hate it but for all its kind of slow overwrought sleaziness uh it was just it was exactly the movie i wanted to see when i watched it um i was i think and my disappointments for the year were actually upstream color a little bit which i really liked when it was about people trying to build a relationship and i didn't like it as much when it got into the more science fictiony stuff which i was disappointed about because i really liked primer and um, I guess if you're gonna go super popcorn-y, whatever, Iron Man three, big disappointment for me. What are you gonna
1: you do? You want you want a real magic mandarin with magical rings?
2: Yeah, that was part of it. Was okay. I really? If you're gonna like the the surprise twist about the mandarin was is one of those where it's entertaining for a second, and then all you're left with is a fucking another villain who's just another industrialist billionaire. Great. When I could have had a Chinese warlord with ten magic alien rings that have that's different true. powers that are very vaguely defined, like cold and black vortex,
1: <laughs> you do make a good point. You're like, oh, this is a clever idea, but I was hoping to actually get this cool. <laughs> yeah, I was it's like, oh, that's an interesting
2: take for a second, but yeah, I'd rather see like a big comic book movie that doesn't end with that doesn't end in basically like just by turning into the last boy scout with some armor. Well,
1: around. I think there's something to be said about <laughs> the about an Iron Man suit-filled last Boy Scout ending.
2: And also, that was just, that was a movie that you could tell so much money went into it and so little thought, where by the end of it it was like, uh, sometimes this guy hits hard enough that things explode and sometimes he just punches people. Also, uh, Pepper Potts is dead for like a second, but Tony doesn't really care because he knows she's coming back, even though the audience isn't supposed to know it. And uh, uh, This thing is really impossible to cure, but we cured it just now so Pepper could live. Uh, Oh, he can breathe fire now for some reason. Also, the villains of the movie are wounded war veterans. All right. There was so much I didn't like about it. <laughs>
0: but it uh but it started with that I'm blue song, which was pretty great. <laughs> you're right. I stay corrected. Change, change your mind. Started
2: with that terrible I'm blue song. Uh,
1: I like
0: the balls of that. So that that was the best movie. It's of almost year, like the movie was
2: Elliot. going was being was warning me, you're not gonna like this. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I, I enjoy that movie a lot more than you do, b- while acknowledging that all of your uh, objections are valid. Thank you. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's like Prometheus. Like I understand every single argument, but I still, still liked, it. liked
2: it, and I liked Captain Phillips a lot too. I'll say yeah. that. I'm not um, usually a big fan of the shaky cam, lots of cutty sorry. style, lots of cutty <laughs> style. but I thought it worked really. I found it to be a very tense movie, which I liked a lot. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, so I think this was a good experiment, guys. In a, uh, Wait, do you mean, we know, you yeah. mean by, <laughs> we know what
1: you mean by experiment, and it's going to get weird in a second. Yeah, No, I think that... Uh, what I you got in that beaker?
0: Abbreviated floptacular was, uh, was a nice... Next year nice we could even do pace. no floptacular. <laughs> We can try it with our clothes on. <laughs> you know, it's nice to acknowledge uh, the passage of time as we all grow older and closer to death. How did that? How did this do that? <laughs> it's a year in review. I don't know,
2: but it wasn't really. Uh, I suddenly had to think of a couple movies off the top of my head that I saw.
0: <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Not really. No. Um. So for the flop house, <laughs> I guess I've been Dan McCoy. You
1: guessed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh well that was definitely Dan McCoy and I am probably Stuart Wellington. And I know for a fact I'm Elliot Kalen because I'm looking at my driver's license. Or is he? Bum bum bum. He is unless look at his driver's license. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I apologize to you all that we're sitting further away from each other. Yeah, how am Dan, I supposed to touch you inappropriately? What's, what's, what's going on? What's crack a That's with the
2: new table, Dan. Well,
0: it's the same old table, though. That's the way we're doing
2: it
1: these days. Just doing it weird style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did so, it so that we can't give each other high fives. Uh, so.
2: I can't reach. I can't <laughs> reach. Ah, uh, you're so far away. Just fingertip touches. Sometimes you want a strange touch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that.
1: Dan McGarvey's talking. Strange with your, touch. With your
2: glasses and fleece on and a beer in your hand, <laughs> you were basically a Stephen King protagonist just now when you said that.